This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Does anyone know where this idea that we should screw everyone out of money in Hollywood, uh, the latest iteration of that, did that come from a, a couple of big shots or was it pretty much across the board? It really baffles me because after Bob Iger just said it was unrealistic right. for the right. um, unions to be on strike right now. Uh, you know, if you take a look at what with his, his salary is 27 million plus bonuses, <laughs> he earns in the hundreds of millions of dollars every year, God. then give up some of your bonus and some of your salary. Yeah, Do well, it. Do I dare you. Do you really this need a hundred million dollars a year? Yeah, you're right. David Zaslav makes over half, uh, $500 million a year. I, the, oh, there's a chart. There's a chart with all of the top um, salaries of the studios that SAG is striking against, and it is mind-blowing. And they are arguing over giving actors and writers more money for residuals. God, what an amazing... I'm asking all three of you this situation, because I was thinking about on the way in that... Greed, I believe, right now is at an all-time high. There's always been greed, but not at this level. When you're making five hundred million a year, and I get one hundred eighty-seven dollars, what happened to us that we're so? People steal money from one another and screw each other out of money. It's all greed. What happened? I don't know, and I don't know why the studios are okay with eighty-seven percent of the membership not earning yeah. health insurance. Yep. 87, and you have to make the minimum to make it is $26,000 a year. They don't earn it. They have to go find other ways to get health insurance. So they're okay with that, which seems baffling to me. And they're okay with the fact that most of them, if they're not earning $26,000 as an actor, remember the poverty level at Los, in Los Angeles for a single person is now $70,000. Uh, it's just amazing to me that people have become so enamored with money. I mean, it's nice to make money. I understand that. But when you know you're screwing, well, I, matter of fact, I can't say who it was, but I have a meeting today. I can't do the, the, the family podcast because I have a meeting with a couple of people because I was double charged on some things to the tune of about $7,000. And they knew they did it and never brought it up to me. I just happened upon it. And I got lucky that I just happened upon them. Uh, and it wasn't a mistake. They did it on purpose. I mean, the greed level right now from top to bottom is disgusting. Well, and I, I guess I just don't understand why people who have so much wealth yeah. aren't willing, aren't okay or don't have the character to make sure that the people who are working right. under them can pay their bills. And I think that that, and, and we're not even talking about making people millionaires. We're talking about people just being able to pay their bills. Yeah, no, it's not about being a millionaire. It's just about I earned this money and I should get the money. You shouldn't steal it or you should pay me more than $187. Right. And I think what's interesting too is, you know, and I know we talked about this several months ago and this may come into play. Um, they've already um, greenlit several um, productions. I think the number is up to like 39 already of independent film and television to go ahead and do this because obviously they are willing to abide by the rules of SAG, yeah. give the actors their due. But Matt Damon and Ben Affleck created their own studio right. called Artist Equity, and everybody gets a slice of the pie all the way down to the crew. Every single crew member, That's every great. single artist. That's and I'm great. wondering if we will see a couple other studios pop up like this where everyone gets equitable 
equitable distribution. And maybe this will just change the entire Hollywood system. Well, and across the board, it should work because, I, well, like Rudy and I sit here because obviously all the money's brought in by Britney and we mm -hmm. just sit here and just, you know, suck it up. Yeah. Eat cookies. <laughs> yeah, because we could be replaced. Britney, on the other hand. Yeah, no, you exactly. guys, I would call like interchangeable pieces. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's why I get 90% of the revenue. See? And you guys, you guys get to write this on your resume mm -hmm. and good for you. Well, I mean, it's nice because she, she called all the big advertisers and said, hey, why don't you just throw Tom a bone and let him do the voiceover part yeah. of it. Yeah. Out, you know. But she still gets all the money. Yeah. He so, likes to you know. feel important. So yes. I let him do yeah. that yes. part. Yeah, <laughs> Make him exactly. feel good. I, I don't understand the whole idea that I make $500 million and you make $187, and I'm okay with that. Not that we have the same job, but could there be a little equity in there somewhere? Oh, yeah, and then the, the like part that it kind of throws me off is, like, with Netflix, we don't know any of the numbers. They don't have to give up any information, and they just yeah. have all the control. I mean, that, that to me, you go, all right, there has to be something – you have to come to the table willing to wheel and deal, and it doesn't feel like they are at all. Yeah, when it comes to like the talent level of some of these CEOs of these big studios and these companies like Netflix, that are, these guys are making you know upwards of fifty million, a hundred million dollars a year. Right. Uh, as we talked about interchangeable, I look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes who gets that five hundred million dollar contract and go, yes, there's only thirty two starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and of that, only five are worth what they are paid. There's right. nobody else on the planet that can do exactly what that guy does. Where if you take a regional manager of a TGI Fridays who's got six restaurants under his belt, that guy could do Bob Iger's job. Yeah, I understand. So why is it that this guy is... Well, you should be thankful that you have a job that pays you this much. I know. Yeah, um, and, and they start living in this bubble, too, because, you know, Bob Iger, like, says this thing at a billionaire's retreat. It, that's where he was. He was at a billionaire's retreat that they do every year. You have, like, Jeff Bezos, you know, hanging out with Tim Cook and everything else. And this is what they do. They just talk money and economics. But it's one of those situations. After Bob Iger leaves his Idaho retreat with the billionaires, he goes on his, you know, multi-million dollar yacht. Yep. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yep. They don't even re they're so oblivious to what's yeah. happening around them. And uh, it really is, it's kind of shocking at one, at, you know, in one half and then the other half, you're like, of course, of course, they just, they have no idea what the average person is living through right now. Like, how long is this going to go? Because they, I feel like, man, they have such a deep well of content. Are they going to feel the pain at all? They don't have a deep well of content. That is the thing. They are playing chicken with all of us. Yeah. I think the only network that literally does have a well of content, that's going to be Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. But we're already seeing ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox. They're they're already onto, you know, unscripted shows come <laughs> six weeks from now. Yeah. And and they'll be pulling from streaming. You know, Peacock stuff will wind up on NBC and things like that. But NBC uh, but Peacock Hulu, um, you know, Disney Plus, they don't have this huge pipeline the way Netflix does yeah. because Netflix has had this system set up for about a decade now. So they're going to start feeling the pain and that's probably when they're going to start like slowly walking back toward the table because they're going to realize we can't keep this facade up any longer. It just amazes me what money does to people though. It just it's nice to make a nice living. There's no question. If you work your ass off, you should be paid very well. There's no doubt about that. But this money is God thing is getting really old. 
Yeah. And, you know, there's um, a big scandal going on at Universal right now. And the um, everyone who is striking in front of uh, Universal, there are these big trees provided shade. Suddenly over the weekend, they were all cut back and trimmed. <laughs> now, first of all, they're owned by the city. They're not That's owned by terrible. Universal. Um, and you don't in Los Angeles, you don't cut trees in the summer. Um, you actually cut them in January uh-huh. at the start of the year because this will actually kill the trees. And the city came out and said, those are our trees. We did not authorize any trimming of them. And now they're investigating Universal because they think it was them trying to break the picket line up without providing shade because we're in the high 90s right now. It's very hot. And the shade was providing a little bit of relief to people who were outside of Universal picketing for WGA and SAG. And these are the very same people, by the way. Oh, make sure you take care of everybody. You, somebody could get skin cancer because of what they did. Yeah, I mean, I mean you'll see everyone's out you? there with their big hats. I'm going to try oh. and go out in the picket line either tomorrow or Friday in support since I am a SAG member. Um, and it's no joke. They're like telling people, do not get heat stroke. Check in. Right. Bring water. Right. And a lot of the local businesses have been really great. I will say that they are donating meals or donating water and just ice cream. They're just giving everyone a little bit of relief from the heat. Is the kitty going with you? <laughs> the kitties are going to stay home. They're, they're both stay home. black and super furry. All they're doing is dropping fur balls in my house right now. And they're chasing after them with a vacuum. <laughs> London would never. You're lying on him yeah, or on her. It's true. <laughs> London is like, nope. London. She's like, I'm not, I don't leave the house. They don't like to go outside. No, I, yeah, I've known cats like that. It's like, nah, they look out the window, though. I love that, that they sit and look out the window. Oh, they we do. We had and a- my, my boy cat brings in, because we have a balcony that they have access mm-hmm. to. He brings in, like, he's brought in a bird, which is really nice. He's brought in a bat. Oh, that's a bat. so fun. A bat. He brought in a bat. He, he, uh, we have these big flying beetles, like they're big green oh, beetles sure, yeah. um, in yeah. August. He takes the wings off like one by one and brings <laughs> them into the house. He's a psychopath. Oh, my gosh. Psychopath. He has like these big fangs. We call him our gentle giant. So <laughs> That'll happen. That'll happen. No question. All right. Uh, is that pretty much everything for the day? Uh, well, I have I have tons of stuff to always talk about. So uh, well, you could talk to you Chris Eggert. Me for off, a... I'll go. No, if stay. you want to stay on, we got to take a break. But if you want to, have you ever talked to Chris Eggert? I haven't. Oh, he we should probably do that hair. anyway. That's all I ever see. You y'all, you see what? He has a good head of hair. I always he always has good oh, hair. Oh, Chris has. Oh, he's laughing now. Want <laughs> if you could stay for a couple minutes after the break, that'd be great. Sure. I like it when everybody gets to know one another on a show, right? Yes. That makes sense. All right, we'll be right back right after this break. So. If you've been following my progress with mmfatloss.com, I have lost 26 pounds, I believe it is now. Yes. And you can too with mmfatloss.com. Summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. Uh, So here's the deal. I am back at the program. Started uh, on Monday. Can't recommend this program any higher. Of course, any fat loss program is going to take some effort. But honestly, with mmfatloss.com, comes a secret to fat loss. This program was way easier than I expected. And now what I'm going to do is I'm going to enter uh, weight loss phase two. I plan to lose uh, about another 25 pounds, 26, 27, somewhere in there. The maintenance program allows me uh, to add back some more of the foods I love, which I enjoyed between the two times. Uh, You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done. Save $200 with their summer special. $200 off now through July 30th. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, like I did, 27 pounds total, actually, 
Uh, schedule a free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., I'll tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. The up to the five grand off sales event ends July 31st. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. <clears throat> flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Plus, you'll love the guy anyway. Josh, become a good friend. 
He uh, will be doing Fridays on the Family Podcast uh, starting in a couple of days. Looking forward to that. He's been on on Wednesdays, but uh, God, I was supposed to go to dinner with him. He and his lovely wife tonight, but Catherine doesn't quite feel up to it. So. Ah. She'll get there. Next week will be good. And now, ladies and gentlemen, meeting for the very first time such attractive TV people as Kristen Burt and Chris. Like Kristen and Chris. Oh, oh, how cute. How cute. Well, I, I, I watch Kristen's report every day. I sit right here and watch it, so I, I feel like I know her already. So. See? Thank you. You're very up to speed on this strike thing, too, because I, I obviously that's something that's becoming more and more important to, I, I honestly have kind of been tuning it out, but you know, I, I think it's important for people to keep tabs on it, particularly when you talk about the context of like how much money somebody like Bob Iger is making and you know, all these kinds of things. Yeah. And, and besides the executives, um, AI is going to be in every industry. And at a certain point, we're all going to have to deal with it. Hollywood's dealing with it first. So everyone should pay attention to it because eventually it's going to affect us in some way in our lives. Very true. No question about it. Now, I do have a question for both of you because I don't know what I'm going to do with this. But I, I woke up this morning and I was going to grab a, 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 a nice pair of socks to wear. And I, I opened the drawer and I found this box, and it was still wrapped in plastic. It's still in the box. And it's a 2007 iPhone, and I just, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know about this, Kristen? Yeah. I heard um, you talking about it earlier this morning. Honest to God, Chris Eggert, I watch, because I watch you every morning before the show starts. And I love the fact that you started talking before your mic was on like I do on this show. It works perfectly. By the way, that's not exactly what happened. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, give us the details. Yeah. We've automated a bunch of stuff. Uh-oh. Speaking of AI, we've automated a bunch of things. <laughs> and so it used to be a human back there pressing sure. the button to open up our mics, but it's not now. So the computer has to click ahead to the next thing before we can start talking. And yeah, that's why that did that. It was so great. Yeah, that's really great. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Your mic was And then on. I just went with it at that point because it was comical. I was saying thank you so many times before my mic was open. So, so please, thank you, thank you. Thank please, you. Mr. Thank you, thank you. Tell everybody how much, if I did have, which I do not, a yeah. 2007 iPhone in the original wrapping in the box, how much would it be worth? $190,000 <laughs> at some auction. <laughs> I know. Kristen just I, passed I, out. I can't believe I sold mine back to Apple. Right? <laughs> Whoops. It's so dumb. $190,000. is not that just look how rich I am? Is that oh, what that is? It is? And what yeah. the hell do you do with that phone? You put yep. it in a plexiglass case and put it in your study and have people come in and look at it? Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. It's a phone. I have an original iPod. Do you think it's worth a lot? It depends. I sold one of those a couple of years ago because we also had a story that was like, people are selling their original iPods for thousands of dollars. Really? Like, I went through the whole process. I think I made like $97 on it. Well. It was 97 more than it was making me sitting in my drawer, but. Right. I wonder if they want my 2004, like, angsty playlists, too. <laughs> That is the fun thing about the old school uh, iPods, right? Because the music's mm-hmm. right there forever. What was on the angsty playlist, if you don't mind me asking, Kristen? I probably think I think it was probably like Ashley Simpson. What was that? Like one album that she put out that was like a major um, 
hit and then she went on Saturday Night Live and lip synced and like everything went. Remember that? Mm -hmm. That was so bad. Everything that was playing on Grey's Anatomy at the time, with oh, like Steamy yeah. and Meredith Grey, they used to have all of these songs, and they were super angsty. And I'm sure that I had every single one downloaded. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a Meredith. Meredith. What was her name? Meredith hey, Brooks. Meredith was, Brooks. Oh, what? Uh, Snow Patrol. That was one oh, of the big oh, songs. Nice. Oh. Snow yeah. Patrol. What a horrible name. <laughs> the name of the band. I don't know if they were one. Their music wonder, matched their name. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> wasn't good. <laughs> oh well. But oh well. They did. They used to do great songs um, because Meredith was all angsty and twisty, and so oh, okay. I was like, I was in my angsty era. Is great. No doubt about it. so 190 G's for a for a phone that, and again, the only reason he paid that is to show people how much money he has. And, and I, what I don't know if it wasn't, I, and I can't say this for certain, and I do want to be uh, as, as honest as I can be here. Uh, I don't know that it wasn't purchased by like a, mu- a technology museum. I mean, I don't know. I don't think we know yeah. who bought it. 190 G's. I bet you could have talked them down to about five grand if you tried hard. Right. I, it I seems ins- insane to me. Is how much like an iPod or an iPhone costs right now? I feel like just it's about as five is. grand for a new one. Uh, you're not yeah. wrong about uh, that. That's a lot of money. Twelve hundred. I no, I, I just bought oh. a fourteen, and I'm just trying to think. That was probably about fourteen hundred. I know my I, my iPhone broke. I'm currently using my husband's old broken one because we're waiting for the fifteen to come out, and I'm like. Doing, I don't even. I guess I'm going to give blood. I don't know. I'll figure You're it out. You're limping to September when they release it. <laughs> My ovaries aren't that great, so I can't hand that over. But I'm working on stuff. I got side hustles. Side hustles. <laughs> Can I tell my very quick uh, beyond One Step Beyond story again? Mm-hmm. I love that story. Yeah. 1961, One Step Beyond was kind of like a Twilight Zone type of TV show. And this guy and his wife walk into a suite, not just a hotel room, but a hotel suite. And it's got the kitchen, and it's got the sitting area, and it's got the bed part of it, and all the rest of it. Really, really nice hotel suite. And his wife says, why don't we go down and have dinner? He goes, we can't. I, I, I'm broke. He said, what do you mean you're broke? Why well, had to spend all the money on this room? And she says, how much was the room? 1961, suite, $1.25. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. It was $1.25. Like, that was... Some horrendously high price. That's so funny. <laughs> so there you go. Now you got a phone. It's going to cost you fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, things have changed. Let me put it that way. Yeah, no one's. We're not making that much more money either. By the way, that's the whole thing. I would so, agree. It's the same argument with the the strike that's going on right now. Like there are a certain amount of people whose income levels are you can't even conceive how much money they have. Yeah. And then while everyone else is paying so much more for everything everything's so expensive the the pers- the the way our salaries or you know people's salaries are going up it just doesn't it doesn't correlate it doesn't match the rate of inflation so if you right. get a 5% raise that's not matching the rate of inflation in 2023 right. so why I, I still do not understand and we started the show this morning talking about the greed is at an all-time look there's always been greed but it is an all-time high right now it's disgusting Everybody's such a greedy pain in the ass. What happened? I feel like it's, 
you know, uh, when you think something's coming and you're, you know, you're like a squirrel yeah. hoarding as many nuts as you can because, you know, winter's coming. Yeah. I, I feel like, like people are in that mode right now of people of, uh, power. Um, but, but what the hell do I know? I'm not a person of power. So that's just speculation. Well, but again, you're, they're stealing money from people. They're cheating people out of money. They're overcharging for things. It's just, how do you live with yourself? I have no interest in stealing money from anybody. Jeff Bezos lives by investing in a $500 million yacht. <laughs> That's a good investment. Buy, Who doesn't have one of also, those? And then he bought his now fiance, Lauren Sanchez. She used to be a broadcaster right here in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Uh, she got herself, I, I think, about a $2.5 million engagement ring. So, a what? $2.5 million engagement oh, ring. Okay. Well, I would not want yours, to wear that right? out. I would be, I, you wouldn't want bodyguards around you all the time if you're wearing that. No. I mean, I assume Catherine's is that at least that price. Oh, right? yeah, at least two at and a half least. million. Yes, no question. At least. Jeez, two and a half million dollars for an engagement. Not even a wedding ring, an engagement ring. Engagement ring. Okay. So can you imagine what the band's going to be that goes along with that when oh, they do get married? God. Yeah, I heard he's a massive pain in the ass. So is she. Oh, she is too. <laughs> See, we got the inside scoop well, there. Kristen, I, I, you said all that needs to be said. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Oh, wait I'm a actually, I, I have to tell you, I'm secretly looking forward to this wedding because I think it's going to be like this massive display of wealth, like yeah, obnoxious, oh God, yes. yep. crazy things. And they're going to try and invite as many A-listers as they possibly can. Sure. And it's just going to be like just an epic display of tackiness I, i'm oh, really want to see it i like yeah. that that works for yeah. me so it's like new money versus old money like i grew up in new england there's a lot of old money it's understated yeah. you don't talk yep. about it it's subtle new money is like flashy <laughs> uh, when i was a little boy i do remember you know because on the on the west end of my neighborhood there were some people with some pretty big dough and they were not i gotta put it this way because it was true they were not allowed to live in other areas because they were jews right they lived in north minneapolis but I never, ever remember them throwing money around like that. They, they, they were never obnoxious about how much money they had. When did that start? Or maybe it's always been that way in the Eastern Hemisphere. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, when, don't, when new money really came into play. I have noticed that rich guys, uh, thin wallets. Have you noticed that? They, were, they, they don't carry any cash with them at all? They keep no cash. Yeah. They have one credit card. It's typically a black card. Yeah. That and yep. maybe an ID. But other than that, if you have a th super thin wallet, I think it correlates with how much money you really have. I bet that's true. Yeah. I bet you're right. Interesting. Yeah. Mo, definitely. I'm sitting on a boulder. I don't know if you guys can see this wallet, but this is a very, very thick wallet. A lot of credit say. cards in there. What's in your wallet, Rudy? <laughs> okay. Look how tiny my bad oh, boy look how rich is. She is. Uh, yeah. And who's the poorest of them all? Uh -huh. Look at how thick that oh, bad boy is. Oh, embarrassing. Yeah. This is my all, wallet. All I ever do it's is work. It's on my iPhone. Oh, oh, so the two women are the rich, rich pains in the ass. Yeah. Typical. You're going to want that wallet later. I don't even carry a wallet. It's on my iPhone, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I just bring Tom everywhere. <laughs> oh, I see how it's going to work. Tom, I'm hungry. Come on over. Oh, I left my wallet in my other bag. I don't know what how I thought I had it with me for sure. But, oh, I've had people do that to me before. You ever had somebody do that to you, invite them out to dinner? I, I left my wallet at the house. I'm so sorry, but 
I've had people do that. To yeah, me ma mainly people for <laughs> drinks. It happens a lot. Yeah, like, that's true. But there's no yeah. excuse now because they can no. Venmo you, exactly. they can yep. cash app you, and I'm always just like, sure, just cash app me, no problem. Chelsea yep. bastards. I used to work with this morning radio guy named Fish, and I'm, I'll call him out. Don't care. Call. I do this all the time because he was notorious. And every time I met somebody who knew him, I'm like, did he ever pull the let's split this tab? And they're like, he does it all the time. We would go out to dinner. I would get a, a, you know, a half a plate of chicken wings and one drink. He would order up $400 worth of sushi and go, so you just want to split this tab or what do you want to do? And I'm like, no. I'm like, I ate, I literally suckled on kale and you ate half the goddamn menu. Oh. I'm not paying for your half. And then he'd be like, oh, well, you got to be a cheap ass about things. I'm like, that yeah. just, and oh. he did it. And when I brought it up to somebody, it was almost like they all went, that's all we do is complain about the guy trying to split the tab all the time. I'm like, yes, it's his go-to move. Both me and Justin don't drink. So like the panic we have when people are like, let's just split the tab. We're like, come on. No. Yeah. yeah let's you get screwed if you don't drink. That's Ooh. for sure. So where did, where's, I don't, never heard of fish. So fish was a guy, oh boy, this, I, I, I don't oh know if we have enough time, but basically they brought him in <laughs> because the KS95 morning show wanted some comic relief. Oh, okay. So they brought in this dude who was like, wild on the air because he was on the air with buttoned up Ryan and Shannon yeah. and then they brought this dude in and it was chaos oh really I mean, oh the mics would go off and everybody would sit in the room silently not talking to one another <laughs> I mean, like we do tension Same in story. the air exactly we'd have meetings they'd be screaming at each other it was awful and then one day he just like up and left and went back to Madison or Michigan or something he just left he, well what happened was somebody got so tired of it they quit and they left the show. Oh, and then sure. like three weeks later, he was like, well, this isn't any fun anymore because now I got nobody to pick on. And he went back to Madison. I love the guy. And I'm, I wouldn't, I'm not talking out of turn because this is all in the open and yeah. we've been open about yeah. it. But yeah, those dynamics of people sometimes, man. And I love the guy. But he actually called me one time because after he lived here and had gone to Total Wine and realized that beer here was so much cheaper than it was in Wisconsin. Oh. I had a gig in Madison where he lived. And he's like... Hey, if I give you a list of stuff, can you buy it at Total Wine and then Sherpa it over to Madison? <laughs> oh for my me? God! And I'm like, so you can save twelve dollars? No, cannot. <laughs> not that. happening, you That's cheap ridiculous. bastard. You're going oh, food dude. shopping for us. I yes. love that stuff no. so much. Okay. I really do. Yeah, just Uber Eats at this point. <sighs> yeah, split the tab when you're drinking like a fish. No, no, we no. won't be doing that. Ah, what the hell? It all works out in the end, right? There are people I know that do that. Like, I have friends that do that. I just always have cash on me. I'm like, no, no, no. How about I just, here's my 20 bucks for my meal. Yeah, you're there fine. you go. Let's mm -hmm. live there our lives. Go. But I still, I gotta, that's something I have to achieve in my life now. Because that's, you know, you get to a situation when you want to, I someday want to work with a guy named Fish. <gasps> well, he's available, I'll tell you. I was going to say. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I think we could get him. Whoops. We need some awkwardness in our breaks. Yeah, it's not awkward at all around here. No. Jesus Christ. The, uh, the best thing that ever happened with that guy on the air was, remember when Kelly Ripa was looking for a new co-host? Yeah. And yeah. You, you yeah. could yep. send in a video yeah. to, you know, hey, I want to be your new co-host or whatever. Obviously, they knew it was going to be Ryan Seacrest. Or at the time, yeah. I think it was right. Michael Strahan. Right. So Fish sent in a video that we had shot for him. I got to look this guy up. And then and then if you can actually look this up. So I went and I created a fake email as a producer. Oh no. Of the Kelly no. show. 
and emailed him and said, hey, by the way, Fish, you know, my name is, and I, I looked it up. I found a real producer from the show oh. and created a fake email and sent him an email that was like, hey, we loved your tape. Just want to get some more information on you. Uh, you know, we're looking at possibly, you know, having some video chats with people. He came to my house that afternoon and was like, you're never going to believe what happened. Oh. Kelly Ripa's people oh. called me. Oh, no. They want me for the show. And I'm like, oh. get out, dude. That's so amazing. <laughs> so I play along oh. with it for like three days. And I keep emailing him back and forth. Like, yeah, man. Like, listen, we're trying to get some. Well, maybe think about flying you out. You know, we're going to bring it down to about 10 to 12 people. We'd love to have you out. And then he had written something. I don't remember what it was. But oh. he was starting to get his wife involved. Like, hey, oh, like, no. like she wants to come out and hang and, you know, like she's going to come and meet the show and whatnot. And he oh, was like I'm booking flights. So we, we brought it up to him. We disclosed it on the air. And the, when the light bulb went off, he lost his mind, freaked out on the air because he thought he was making the big time. Well, he had a dream and you crushed it. His wife called in, started screaming at everybody. Good. And then we just we just potted her up and put her right on the That's air in the terrible. middle of her having a tirade. And I'm like, listen, I'll hit the dump button if she swears. So worth it. One of the best moments in radio I've ever That's had. That's great radio yeah. right there. It was so good. They took it all down of KS95's page. No, did well, I suppose like when he left, it wasn't good terms. So that's probably why they took oh, it down. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I bet I could find that audio if I, if I looked hard enough. It's got to be somewhere. Would I have seen fish in the cafeteria? Yes. In fact, he actually would go down every once in a while. He would do Twin Cities Live in the afternoon. So he was kind of a redheaded dude. Um, kind of, uh, you know, schlubby guy. Schlubby. Yeah. I like schlubby. But the, a schlubby fish. No. A schlubby yeah. fish. <laughs> yeah, I'll, a schlubby fish. I'll send you a picture of him, Chris, because he was in the okay. building there for a while. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That is so cold doing that, man. That's <laughs> cold as that it is. gets. That is so that's funny. Hardcore, dude. Three days. Savage. That would Savage. Like, be so, that would make your stomach drop. Like, if I was sitting here going, yeah, I'm going up for this part, and then I found out on air that it was you the whole time, Rudy. Like, I think Saying I would Saying you were someone out. else, I know. If I got catfished I by Rudy, I think I think I would cry. Well, I would cry easily, so it's fine. Mm -hmm. And I think I would walk out. Like, I'd come back the next day, but I'd, I'd need my second. I'd need a second. Well, when he, when he came to my house to tell me about the Kelly Ripa stuff, oh, I, was, no. I was on a ladder oh. cleaning out my gutters, and it, it was a good <laughs> thing I was so he could not see my face because I was so trying, because oh. he was so excited, and I thought, oh, this is gonna this is gonna be huge. People are gonna remember this for so and every now and again I'll be out and about like at a target and somebody will walk by and go, Hey, by the way, that fish thing from years ago, dude, funniest thing I've ever heard. Because I think people didn't like him either, so they also wanted to watch oh, him have his demise. This is getting demise. better as we go. Yeah. Oh, ratings plummeted when he was on the show. Oh, they plummeted hard. I mean, oh. we lost like twenty percent in like the first well. like three weeks. It was yeah. But I love the guy. Like I said earlier about, about uh, you know, Congresswoman Omar. Lovely person. Lovely person. Yeah, lovely <laughs> love, person. Everything lovely. about her I love, yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought that up because we only got a few minutes tonight. I was not going to bring it up to Chris, but I'm glad you did bring it up. Did you see the headline today, Chris? I did. One of our state representatives called Israel a racist country. Uh, <laughs> what? Well, she's never, I mean, listen. She, she's never backed down from. But why would you do that? Uh, uh, why? Well, Here's, Dean Phillips is Dean Phillips kind of came out. Yes, saying, he did. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow your roll there a little bit. I, I did read that in the paper this morning. But. Good, because I'm glad I've, you know, you know, I endorsed Dean Phillips when he ran. Did you? Yeah, he ran. And then when he won, I never heard from him again, which really shocked the shit out of me. He's always around over in my neck of the woods. Oh, um, is he? 
Yeah, because he lives in Excelsior or uh, somewhere out there. And um, we, in fact, he was at a fundraiser right next to, we were out having a beer a couple months ago and he kind of whisked in and did a fundraiser thing and, and left. And I was surprised he's quite short. Yeah, he's not a very tall guy. Yeah. Well, everybody's short compared to you. What are you, like six, seven? No, I'm six, four. Yeah, anyway, that, that was like the thing that jumped out at me. I was like, oh, but I mean, how do you ever know? You can't tell people scale from seeing them on TV. No, that's true. I, you know what? I, I was going to stay and talk to you guys, but I just got a call. They want me to replace Johnny Carson. Oh, it's so, so exciting for you. Very yeah. excited yeah. Now. You just got the message it, just there now. You go, Rudy, Rudy, come up with some scheme there. Yeah, is it is the email Johnny Carson? <laughs> Johnny Carson's producer at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Oh, this is from yeah. Johnny Carson himself, and he's oh. only been dead for about 25 years. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, I'd be concerned if you're hearing from Johnny Carson to replace <laughs> Yeah, right? They're yeah, calling you to a place you do not want to go. No. Hey, there <laughs> might be an AI Johnny Carson that develops here. I was just hearing yesterday oh, yeah. that, like, yeah. all these – all these people who've passed, there's the technology out there to basically recreate them and have them to be able to do, you know, they're alive again through the magic of AI or mm -hmm. the horror of AI, yeah. however you want to think yep. about it. I no. like Ed McMahon to be recreated in AI. God, he used to call into the KQ Morning Show all the time. He Did he? Was, what a great guy. And the last time he called in, he was kind of hanging on by a thread. And he always did the intro. When he came on, I'd go, ladies and gentlemen, Ed McMahon. And he'd go, here's Tommy. Ooh, he did it every time. Oh, that's so great. Except the last time he did it, it was like, here's Tommy. It was like, oh. Those lungs don't sound too good, baby. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell. I used to love Star Search. Oh, I love oh, Star yeah. Search. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a hell of a good show. See, I knew you two would work together very well. I knew it. <laughs> Excuse I was you. creeping. I I I I crept on Kristen's um, uh, LinkedIn real quick during commercial break because I wanted to see if we had any mutual people who we worked with because mm -hmm. I thought maybe we had. Um, but your wife is our is our uh, Tom. Your wife is our mutual connection. Oh, Catherine <laughs> is a mutual. That's the hard hitting journalism that you'll get from Chris Eggert. <laughs> KB so one is the link. KB one is the link between Chris is. and Kristen. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was funny. <laughs> Way to dig deep there, deep throat. I know. Yeah. I did some researching during the commercial break. I can't tell you, I was busted my well, ass. I, I want to know where she worked to see if I if we worked with anybody and you know blah 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 blah. So you, I did go deeper than that, Brittany. Thank you. I am actually an Edward R. O., R. Edward R. Murrow Award winner. Oh, he's dropping his awards now. Pardon me. He's going to be like holding it tomorrow on the screen. No, it's in a, it's in a storage bin in our uh, shed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have two people on the show right now, Kristen and Chris, who actually have to get back to their real jobs instead of just lollygagging around here. Right? It's true. It is true. Yeah. All right, thank you both very much, and we'll talk to you both on the morrow. Bye. Bye-bye. Magnus, I see, I knew those guys would get along really, really well. I knew it would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're fun. We shall take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the deal. We've been hearing about the new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health for the treatment of ED. I talked to Emily yesterday. She's coming in on Monday, I believe. Looking forward to that. She's terrific. This is one of those topics you can get uncomfortable to talk about. The truth is, if new technology can improve your life by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction, why wouldn't we want to talk about that? Uh, like I said, I didn't really have any problem with ED, but I heard about the program. I'm of that age where you want to start thinking about that stuff, so I, I'm, I'm about 
halfway through. I think I'm six in, and it's usually like 12 treatments, I think. Nice. I'm about halfway there. At Twin Cities Premier Health, acoustic wave therapy is the latest advancement in the treatment of erectile dysfunction. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. If, like so many of my listeners, you aren't interested in continuing to take a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection and wipe out all spontaneity, yeah, it is. A, that's a very important point because that's, what, a couple hours ahead, so... Yeah, no spontaneity if you've got to go two hours ahead and take the pill and all the rest of it. All you have to do is reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. And by the way, thank you to so many people. They've, their business has gotten really, really good, and it's because of you, so thank you. Valued at $800, 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office. Or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. And please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created 
and legends are made. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, just looking at pictures of old KS95 Morning Show people. Yeah. <sighs> An old photo of Rudy that doesn't even look like Rudy. No. They really had you straight-laced, brah. Well, that was always their thing. Is Oh, yeah, when we had to do those photo shoots, I, I couldn't bring my own clothes in. They had to, they they would go out and buy specific clothes and then bring it in and be like, well, this is what you're gonna wear. That's and I'm wild. like, what? <laughs> this is so dumb. So they would tell you this is what you have to wear. Oh yeah, no, they would go out. They would they would handpick all the clothes. And here's the thing, you couldn't like take the tag off it because they were bringing it back to return. Oh so. no. <laughs> Not that well, I'm telling like, all the secrets here. You're but. you're edgy in like a very cool way. That seems like such a loss to me to be like. We want, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So the only thing I, the only thing I got away with in that photo was I let my hair grow just a little longer than what they wanted. That was my way of rebelling. But <laughs> you know, we do. yeah, you know, when you're, you know, when you're on the beach for two years in the business and you want to get back in, you'll, uh, you're like, hey man, I need a paycheck and uh, my daughter's got needs and so do I. And yeah, yeah. no, I get yeah, it. I don't, so, I don't even care if somebody told me to wear something or whatever. It doesn't even bug me. It's just funny to see you yeah. like that. I mean, I think what a loss of opportunity on their part, but whatever. We'll take edgy, Rudy. Yeah, thank you. Edgy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think edgy's good. Yeah. He's, the, he's got, we, you and I both have zero tattoos. We need you need tattoos, no, do you, for, he's got enough for tattoos. an audio show, do you? He's got enough tattoos for both of us. He's our, he's our edge. I don't know. I don't notice people's tattoos. Isn't that weird? I do with Rudy's because he's like wearing short sleeves all the time. I know, but even then, I don't, I mm-hmm. don't notice people have tattoos. Uh, if you I guess a, I'm just used to them. If you I put guess. a gun to my head, the only one I could remember <clears throat> the actual item, that like the picture. <laughs> Bless you. A lot is of that, that going on these days, yeah. believe me. Is that you have a cross? Because I just kind of, all of them like kind of blend together in my mind. Mm-hmm. I know you have a cl- cross on your leg that you hate, but just because yes. you've talked about it. Yeah. But yours are done in such like a pretty way that they kind of just look like just art. Yeah. Had a couple of friends, matter of fact, most of my friends when I was a kid, a couple of them didn't, but I never got a tattoo, but most of my friends got like a leg tattoo or something like that. Yeah. And I'll never forget one of them, he's no longer with us, so I won't rat him out because he died, but... Ever notice a lot of my friends died young? Yeah, I'm a Gee, little... I wonder why. I'm nervous to get close to you. Am I still... Am I still can fall in the rage of dying young? Nah, you're too old to <laughs> die young. Good Sorry. to know. Good to no, know. No, 37 is pretty good for All dying right. young. All right. But uh, I looked down, and it said on his leg, 69 kid. And I said, why the hell did you put that on your leg? He goes, shut up. I, I said, what do you mean, terrible. shut up? He says, don't bring that up to me. I said, well, you got it tattooed on your leg. Apparently, the guy who was doing it, he wanted to just say, the kid. But he put the E backwards, so they had to turn it into a, what would you turn it into? A nine, I guess, at that point. Mm-hmm. If you had the E backwards. Yeah, yeah, that would be backwards. Yeah, that'd be a nine. So it'd be a nine, yeah. So that's why it turned into a 69 kid, because he wanted the kid. And they had the E backwards. <laughs> 69 kid. <laughs> yeah, it's really classy. I just don't no even. How do you how it. do you fix that? Do you add like a nineteen on the? I would just go yeah. p- put 1969 nineteen sixty nine kid. Yeah. Like that's... worst wrestling gimmick ever, too. By the way, sixty nine kid. That's terrible. I'm the yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. I am the sixty nine kid. I have a hot take with sixty nine. I think that sixty nine can only be completed by two men, because if you think of the actual items, the way they like uh-huh. slide into each other, items. Are the two numbers like the way that like their little hangover deals oh, yeah. slide yeah. into each other? They're both inserting into each other. 
Mm-hmm. That's two men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 69 is not a good, you're right, that's not a good term for it. No, no, it's almost like it should be 83. Yeah, oh, I, you could even go, you could even go 16, one and six, right? You could do that. Like, would that sit inside it? But like 83 yeah. would work because you'd have two insertions into the woman. Okay. Just saying, hot right. take. What the hell is this wrong got, with this? This got weird, but okay. 69 is <laughs> definitely two male it. parts. <laughs> that I tell you, I have to leave at 9 o'clock this I, morning. I'm not even being sexual. I'm being like very clinical. That mm-hmm. like, that's, those are two male pieces that would go into each other. It's my fault for bringing up the 69 kid. I do realize that, that, that I'm, I'm at fault here. I'm going to get Tevin's take on this when he comes in. You know, I think one of the reasons I never did get a tattoo when you would be too young to to maybe even know about this at all. But the reason, one of the reasons is that almost the same exact time when all my friends got tattoos, you got to see the Born to Raise Hell tattoo. Yeah. Remember that? What that's a reference to? No. What he killed like twenty-two women, something like that. Oh. Born to what the hell was his name again? Born to Raise Hell. I can't remember his name anymore. And he did he have that tattoo? Yeah. It wasn't Charles Manson, was it? No, it wasn't Manson. It was a different guy. Born to speaking of Born to Raise Hell, Tevin Pittman. <laughs> Signing in. No, I can. Richard st- Speck. Richard Speck. There you go. How would you like to go with, through life with the name Dick Speck? Not great. That is not a good name, Mom and Dad. How about Timmy? Let's go with Timmy Speck, not mm-hmm. Dick Speck. I think, yeah, I think you change both. And then backwards, it would be Speck Dick, which means it's really small. Speck Dick. <laughs> right? <laughs> At I mean, that point, you just have to become a doctor so you can put a little pause in there. Dr. Yeah. Speck. Yeah, he had, a, he had a Born to Raise Hell tattoo on his arm. And oh. How many women did he kill? A oh, lot. Let's see. There was a ton. I know that. But Richard Speck. That's probably because his name was Speck Dick. Mm-hmm. You think, Tevin? Uh, what do you think? I mean, if your name is Spectic, you have two options, and one of them <laughs> is to become a serial killer. <laughs> that's just one of them, ladies and gentlemen. Murder of eight student nurses. Oh, that's right. It was student nurses. Yeah, yeah that's right. Whoa. That was like, what, late 60s, something they did, like that? Yeah, they ended up making so many like movies and things about that. Yeah. Like American yeah, Horror Story did a big thing on that. Yep, that's right. So was it the late 60s, I think? Uh, or mid sixties, maybe. Sorry, keep sixty six. That happened. Oh, so sixty six. So that's the reason I never got a tattoo because born to raise hell. Tevin, do you have any tattoos? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple tattoos. None of them say born to raise hell. None of them okay. say live to ride, ride to live. Nothing like that. Well, one I know has an arrow, and at the back of the arrow it says pubic bone. Is oh, yes, nice. but I told you that in confidence. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was revealing. He actually had a big test that day. He was going for pre-med, and he just wanted to at least knock out where that section yep. was. He actually was slowly getting all the body parts, so he never have to study. It was very weird when I showed up to my final exam naked, but I was like, I got <laughs> yeah. to the But answer. this is who I am. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. No question about it. But yeah, I just, uh, there are things like that in my life that influence me to go, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. Not. And now that I've seen Born to Raise Hell, I ain't ever getting a tattoo. But see, you're too young to even remember that, so it had no effect on you at all. Oh. What year was uh, Richard Speck? 66. 66. What were you wow. doing during that part of the show? Um. <laughs> Probably writing another show for Fish. No, I think he was trying to bring up uh, Phil yeah. Mackey's going to be on in a couple minutes. Yeah, he was Probably doing in. his job, yeah. unlike you. I know. Disaster. I, I'm doing no one's job. 
Doesn't she have a colorful outfit on today? Yeah, very, very festive, very summer-like. Very yeah. nice. Thank you. And then her own picture is right behind her, so that adds yeah. to the story, too. I asked them to keep it there, but it rotates between the cast. It's so annoying. More me now. <laughs> That's all we know. So um, there is uh, a review of Barbie. Do you even want to hear it? Because you're going to go see Barbie, right? I'm seeing Barbie on Friday with my nanny family, and, yeah, I'm excited. I can't see you two going to see Barbie. Absolutely not. Oh, I bet you'll end up seeing it. I bet Rudy not. for sure will. For sure I really? will be at Barbie, yeah. yeah. Nope. People are saying it's good, you guys. That's fine. They can say that. Are you going to go to Oppenheimer? Uh, but I don't know. Probably not. I feel I like know. it's weird that we assume that if you're not going to Barbie, you have to be going to Oppenheimer. Well, it's yeah. either a doll or the bomb. Right? That's perfect. Good good combo. <laughs> Are the reviews good? Because that was a local... Uh... I'll, I'll read it right now. All right, cool. Uh, I did not know this, though, that uh, you got Greta Gerwig uh, packs a lot into the surreal comedy it has Margot Robbie in it, Ryan Gosling's in it, so a lot of really good people are in that's it. That's Barbie, that's Ken. Oh, that, that's Ken and Barbie, okay, there you go. Uh, ads for Barbie claimed it was for people who hate her and love her. What, see, I don't need either one. I don't who care. hates Barbie. Barbie? Like it's a children's doll. Well, why would you love her, too? I don't know if you're loving her either. It's a doll, for Christ's sake. From where? Uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Your home state, Buster. Really? From Wisconsin? From yeah. Wisconsin. Interesting. What was it again? Willows. Willows, it's a, Wisconsin. It's a fictional city, but it's in Wisconsin. Oh, so it's not actually from Wisconsin. Yeah, but like, isn't it funny that they picked Wisconsin? Yeah, that is, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool, actually. Uh, as for Barbie, uh, claimed it was for people who hated and loved her, which uh, left me wondering, what about people who don't care about her at all? That would be me, because I don't care about that stuff. Turns out the comedy drama has us covered, too, so that's good. The key to the movie is a director-co-writer Greta Gerwig's ability, previously demonstrated in Lady Bird and Little Women, as well as in performance in uh, Maggie's Plan and Francis Ha. What is Francis Ha? I don't know, but Lady Bird was really good. <clears throat> was good, yeah. It was okay. Mm -hmm. well, was that about Lady Bird Johnson? <clears throat> no, it's uh, just pretty much a relationship between a daughter and her mom. Oh, okay. And okay. She's at that angsty teenage age, and it was just it was done well. Uh, to make sincerity feel cool, cynical moviegoers can be forgiven for going into Barbie thinking it'll be an aggressively marketed fan service like Super Mario Brothers was, but it's not. It's a thoughtful, funny film that cares about what Barbie means to people, and it argues that Barbie, like human beings, makes mistakes, but it's pretty great anyway. How does Barbie make mistakes? It's a piece of plastic. I don't know. It, it's Essentially, isn't this just like the Tyra Banks movie from way back when? <laughs> like, is, I, that's what I, I saw... I it's saw a that Disney made the for Disney, TV, right? Yes. Like I feel like that's what just was, what this is. Like, what, like, what was that? Uh, like life size yes, or something like that. Yes, you knew it. Yeah, you acted like you didn't know that's it. That's what. That's what this movie. Is. That was Lindsay Lohan and Tyra Banks. Oh, I didn't know Lindsay Lohan was in that movie. Yeah, I just remember Tyra Banks. Yeah. Yes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show, streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.